Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape begins a journey to fight for a future for apes and humans alike. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com. Or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Here we go. It's a Thursday. Loaded up. Good to be here live in Los Angeles. It's the herd wherever you may be and however you may be listening. Thanks for making us part of your day. One hour from now. If you love fantasy football, betting on football, want to get smarter at football, Greg Cosell, NFL Meat Sandwich, breaks down the NFL 15 minutes on film, makes it really interesting, and he will give you sneak peeks into what's going to happen in these games, who to buy, who to sell. J-Mac, you know, I was I was thinking, it, the NFL, because you get one game a week, and especially when you're the on-television game, and you lose that game, Bigly, you get really hammered. Uh, recency bias takes over. Mm-hmm. We all go crazy. Well, not us. We're reasonable, level-headed right, gentlemen. Right, right. Yes, yes, yes. But <laughs> other people, when Philadelphia got sandblasted by the Niners, eh, they're going nuts now. Uh, Steve Young, Hall of Fame quarterback, was on a San Francisco radio station. Niners beat the Eagles 42-19. He now says, who are these guys in Philadelphia? Toward the, the end of the third quarter, I'm like, what, what, what pretenders these guys were. Like, last year, that defense was smothering. It's not. They've lost people in linebacker that you could just see, like, they didn't have the pursuit. They didn't have, like, they don't have it. I don't know if they can get it back. I know they were tired, too, but I was like, I, I, we're really good. I mean, I get that part, too. But uh, I just felt like a pretender situation. So Jalen Hurts in Philadelphia have won 24 of 26 games. Home, road, good weather, bad. Rain, sun, sleet, snow, blowouts, close games, 24-26. That's pretty good. Last two years, the surest thing in the NFL, Philadelphia is going to win a game. But their schedule, and we had pointed this out weeks ago, got strangely backloaded. So they had to face the Cowboys, really good OD lines. Kansas City, great young defense. Buffalo and San Francisco. Back-to-back-to-back weeks. Rest of the league would have been overwhelmed to go 3-1. and 
toughest four-game stretch in the NFL, I would argue, for any team this season. And the Buffalo game was especially tough because the defense was on the field, as J-Mac and I had pointed out, J-Mac first, 96 snaps. And then here came the well-rested 49ers who played Thanksgiving weekend, right? Like, so they get extra rest. And this was our bet of the week. We're like, we think Philadelphia's good. J-Mac's like, blowout. I'm like, take San Francisco. This is our bet of the week. It all lined up. And now they're pretenders. Four straight physical teams in a row. The last one, you're on short rest, heavy snap count. And here come the well-rested, focused, incredibly well-coached, offensively profound Niners. It was pretty obvious it could be ugly fast. By the way, no, no matter how great of a pitcher you are, if you get into high leverage moments, inning after inning after inning, you're going to give up runs and hits. But here's something else to consider. We've seen this before. What happened to Philadelphia has been happening for the last several years. Go back to 2020. Tom Brady's Buccaneers got hammered by the Saints twice in the regular season. Ended up Super Bowl champs. The Rams got beat twice by the 49ers. Looked outclassed. Ended up beating the 49ers and winning the Super Bowl. Kansas City last year got beat by Cincinnati and Buffalo. Their primary rivals ended up winning the Super Bowl. Philadelphia got beat by their primary rival, like Brady did twice in one year by the Saints, like the Rams did McVeigh and Stafford twice in one year by the Niners, and like Kansas City did last year with their two primary rivals, Cincinnati and Buffalo. Philadelphia is fine. They're the number one seed in the NFC. They have absolutely nothing to worry about. This idea, recency bias, standalone big games that Philadelphia is no good, is insane. The last two years in the league, the surest thing, the most consistent thing, isn't that Mahomes would be great. He had bad weekends. It was that Philadelphia would win a football game. But even the greatest pitchers in high-leverage moments inning after inning, eventually snap. Philadelphia is going to be just fine. I, and maybe I alone, like them to beat the Cowboys this weekend. Won't be easy. It's another high-leverage spot. All right, so this made me laugh, actually. So I have been, um, I have supported Deion Sanders. Uh, I bought into the hype. I leaned into it. It was the most watched TV show in college football. It was fun. Uh, I was shocked he took the job. I was shocked they were good. I thought they'd get blown out in week one against TCU, and they won. But in an interview this week, Deion Sanders said, you know, the one thing I regret is um, I wish I had more privacy. Uh, it should be noted he said that to People magazine. I'm sure there were several articles about a Kardashian and Lindsay Lohan, the most attention-seeking magazine on the planet. I love Dion, but um, I don't see him as the next J.D. Salinger or Howard Hughes. This was Dion after beating a bad TCU team in week one. I'm a winner. We're going to end up winning. Ain't none of y'all thought you was going to be sitting up here. You you supposed to be on the other side, you know, interviewing that or coming and asking me, well, what happened? You said this and you said that. Yeah. Now what? Now what? Everybody quiet now. Now what? Yeah, that guy is seeking privacy. <laughs> he wears a sweatshirt regularly that says, ain't hard to find. 
the cowboy hat, the sunglasses. He was on pregame shows this year in games in which he was coaching. There was a documentary series called Coach Prime. He allowed it to happen during the season. Most coaches wouldn't. One of the reasons I'm really interested in Colorado in year two is because of Deion Sanders. He puts himself out there. But go ask Baker Mayfield what happens when you go to a losing culture and a losing organization and there's a ton of hype and you don't deliver. If you want the mic and you want the stage, people throw tomatoes if you bomb. In the last two and a half months, Colorado bombed. It was a hype fest. In fact, last week, Deion Sanders was quoted saying again, Oh, yeah. We'll be in next year's 12-team playoff. Guarantee it. Do you know where he said that? On Good Morning America, another notoriously private show. <laughs> People Magazine and Good Morning America. Moms probably have a better update on Dion than their sons who love college football. Dion, you have always loved attention, almost always backed it up. People Magazine, Good Morning America, Ain't Hard to Find, Documentary, on pregame shows before games. It's that salesmanship that draws you in. But when you bomb, and that's what you did the last two and a half months of the season, you're going to get whacked. So I don't for one second think Deion Sanders really wishes he had more privacy. Now, he just broke up with a longtime girlfriend. I'm sure he didn't like that out there. I get that. Nobody would want their personal info on the web, the Internet, but th those days are over. But I would say the thing that makes Colorado relevant, they'll never win a national title. They just signed the number one tackle in the country, offensive tackle today. It was here at Fox right down the hall. And they'll get some good players, and they'll remain relevant. But, I mean, Dion's not a privacy guy. We're not talking J.D. Salinger ever under any circumstances. Cowboy hat, sunglasses, ain't hard to find. We all know what Dion is at this point. Right? Like, after all these years of Dion, you're in, you're out. I'm more in than out. But that's a laughable commentary. To People Magazine. Right next to the candy bars, candy bars in the local grocery store. Um, so the, the Yankees made a big deal yesterday, J-Mac. Big deal. Juan Soto. Hopefully it works out. Hey, can I go back to Dion real quick? How yeah. about that? That sweatshirt is cool. Ain't hard to find. I like it. See, I can I get one without the swoosh though, or <laughs> can I have to cover it up? I don't like advertising for. for are, you, are you are uh, you are you pro or anti? Usually with Dion, you take a side. Yeah. I like what he's doing for the sport. Yeah. I don't think, I mean, his bluster about going to the playoff next year, good luck with that. But yeah. uh, I think that's a cool sweatshirt, and I, I like what he's done, yeah. Yeah, so do I. I think you, you like interesting, right? Yeah, I think he's, I, I, it's what he's done. And by the way, we don't really have as many of their games, right, because the Big Ten, like people don't understand this. If college football was a stock, you should buy it. Next year's going to explode. That's why I roll my eyes at all this travesty Florida State stuff, irrelevant. Next year, the Big Ten explosion, adding the top teams out west, and the SEC explosion, yeah. adding Texas, Oklahoma, plus the 12-team playoff. College football will not be as popular as the NFL, but it will cement itself as the number two sport in America uh, behind the National Football League. It is going to be one of these sports that, and it, it, it happens for different reasons. When Michael Jordan arrived to the NBA, it went from a broken-down league. I mean, Magic and Bird saved the NBA. It was a broken-down right. league, the late David Stern. It was, I mean, the NBA Finals were on 
tape delay after 11 o'clock news. I remember it as a kid. And I loved the NBA as a kid. I couldn't stay up to watch the NBA Finals. And so Magic and Michael saved it, and then Michael Jordan came in and made it global. And you have these new sports. UFC didn't exist 20 years ago of any note, and now it's it's a big thing. It's overtaken boxing. So what's happened for years and years is college football has always been viewed as sort of uh, tribal and regional, yeah. and next year it explodes. West joining Midwest, uh, Plain States joining South, uh, Notre Dame, Penn State, Northern Powers. It's going to explode yeah. next year. Normally, the West Coast doesn't care about what's going on in the ACC. You're never going to meet like now the 12 team playoff. Hey, you got to keep them on your radar and know what's going on. Yeah, I mean, it's way, that's a great point. Yeah, I would yeah. agree. College football, <laughs> it's a bet. It's, it's a buy. Hey, if you're looking for buy stocks. I got a team later in the NFL, division leader, that I just bet today to miss the playoffs. Okay. We'll I think to you're going to like that one. All right. All right. I've got a great parlay for you this weekend thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. Now for the parlay pick of the week via DraftKings Sportsbook. I like the Ravens at home, minus seven against the Rams. NFC teams this year, Detroit, Seattle, that have gone east to face Lamar Jackson and that speed offense have been clobbered. I'll take the Ravens to win by over a touchdown. The Browns have Joe Flacco, but their defense at home should shut down the Jags, who won't have Trevor Lawrence or Christian Kirk. He's having surgery. I like the Browns by a touchdown. Chiefs minus two and a half at home over the Bills. They're better. They're bouncing off a loss, which they normally do. And I just don't trust the Bills in a big spot. Ravens, Browns, Chiefs, home favorites like them all. If you want to take the herd parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, please use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. Takes a minute, that's all. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. You're now entering the No Bull Zone, sponsored by Credible Great Rates, none of the bull. Um, so Juan Soto, a very good hitter for the San Diego Padres, is now going to be a very good hitter for the New York Yankees. They made a big sweeping deal yesterday, and this is what the Yankees do. They used to win in October. They're now really, really good in December. Uh, Juan Soto led the Padres in a lot of things. He was a top five or six MVP guy, and the Padres were the most disappointing team in baseball at 82 and 80. Yeah. The Yankees chase headlines and relevance, and this will get them both. But San Diego had a better roster, of which Soto was included, a better batting order, and they massively underachieved. Baseball organizations, and I know I'm just a casual, but the great ones are filled with nuance and engineering and a lot of little things nobody talks about. R&D, drafting and developing. That's what the Dodgers do and the Braves are great at and the Astros. R&D, you know, that kind of stuff. The Yankees used to do it. They drafted the core four and developed them. And then they would add pieces, and they were often not stars. Charlie Hayes, Tino Martinez... Uh, Scott Brocious, Paul O'Neill, good players. But the last decade, it does feel like the Yankees are sort of uh, obsessed, uh, consumed with the shell of the car. Looks great in the showroom. Its best day is when it drives off the lot, and then it gets progressively worse. Winning in October, nope, it's more about December. Congrats on John Carlos Stanton or Anthony Rizzo or Juan Soto. Name the last great starting pitcher the Yankees drafted and developed. I've got all day. You'll need it. They don't do that. The Astros do. Four of their top five starting arms. Outside of Verlander, they're guys. The Braves do it. They've got a core eight. Now, the Dodgers will go out and get a Mookie Betts, and my guess is Otani. But again... They bring guys from the minor leagues, and it feels like they all hit. And then move off guys when they get a bit old or less dependable. But this is what the Yankees do. And last year, it's actually what the Mets did over and over, and it didn't work. The pressure cooker of New York. Juan Soto is a great hitter. Fifth in the league in this, seventh in that, five and a half war. But again, this is what I've watched the Yankees do for a decade now. The players they get don't turn into lemons. Garrett Cole's been very good, right? But it's like the Yankees. You really think they're run as well as the Dodgers or the Braves or the Astros? Nobody in the sport does. But they crush in December. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. All right, don't want to get you too excited with this first story. It's breaking here in the last 30 minutes. There is a report from a reporter at Sports Illustrated that Jim Harbaugh and Michigan are close to a contract extension. This report claims Harbaugh would be paid 11 mil a year for five years. But the big hurdle is a commitment in writing from Harbaugh that he will not pursue an NFL job this offseason. Now, I will preface this by saying... This is a young reporter. This isn't like Pat Forty or somebody we know, right? Um, it sounds plausible, right? Five years, 11 mil. But don't go after an NFL job, right? Sounds like Michigan would probably say that to Harbaugh now. Hey, let's get a new deal out of the way before the NFL season ends. 
Let's not make it a distraction before your playoff game because what's the big story ahead of the college football playoffs? Right. Is this Jim's last hurrah? Like, all of this is very plausible. I can't see any way that Harbaugh would sign a deal like this now. No. Well, stupid. Uh, remember, we, we talked about there's been stories about um, Harbaugh in Chicago. He doesn't get along with the person that's currently the president, former Big Ten guy. Kevin Warren, I believe. Yeah, he, he just they don't see eye to eye. And they're very different people. I don't want to get into personal shots at people, but they're very different people in terms of um, their personalities and how they operate. So the Bears probably isn't going to happen. So that would leave the only potentially good job, which currently has a coach being the Chargers because you have a quarterback. Hmm. So, um, I mean, there's a bunch of Carolinas and there's a bunch of uh, potential New Orleans. You're not going and winning a trophy in this league with Derek Carr. So there's just not a lot of great jobs out there. And my, my takeaway is... Buffalo? They're not getting rid of McDermott. No way. See what happens in KC this weekend. They missed the playoffs. <laughs> you think I, he's coming back? I do. Buffalo doesn't fire their coaches. They just don't. They okay, like they, they give their guys a long leash. And McDermott, by the way, gets them into the playoffs. So it's like you're not going to bail no, on him. Except this year. <laughs> okay, except this year. So if, you're not bailing on if him. If you're an owner and you see Jim Harbaugh, a proven winner everywhere he's been, is on the market, don't you have to at least consider, maybe I move on from my guy, and bring in Jim no, Harbaugh. No, because Jim Harbaugh wants control. And these owners would rather lose and have control than win and not have it. That's I'm not joking. It is so much about power and control in the NFL. General managers will not go upstairs to the owner and pound the table for Harbaugh because he'll make them less relevant. And owners don't want to do it because Jim will push back and doesn't need them. And so you think, oh, what owner wouldn't want Harbaugh? That would be reasonable. But owners want 100% control. They want to have a thumb on a weak general manager, not in terms of talent or ability, but power. And Jim throws off the power dynamic. Michigan is telling you by doing this. Listen, we think we're going to get whacked by the NCAA, but let's go through this together. And Harbaugh's probably saying, I don't mind that, but I want options if the Cowboys' job comes up or, you know, I mean, yeah, like McCarthy so, flings out in an upset in the first round. Right, right. Are, are we sure he's coming back? But I will say this is that college football is exploding. Harbaugh is a great coach. I think the best times of Michigan are going forward. Um, I mean, Nick Saban's going to retire here, I think, in you know, in the next four to five years. If they win a title, does he retire this year? I don't know. He says he won't, and I doubt he will. And you know, so, but but I but I think what Michigan's saying is, we think we're going to get tagged here by the NCAA. Let's go, but we will go in it with you together, and we'll support you during it. This is what Kansas did with Bill Self. Bill Self got some. There are a lot of allegations, right, like level one problems, and Kansas said, hey. Whatever happens, we'll defend. We want you to be the coach. We'll go through it together. And then Bill Self said, "Sign me up now." Yeah, but Bill Self's never been an NF NBA guy. Right. NBA's not clamoring. But for he him. would have had a job anywhere in the marketplace. Okay, but uh, Washington Commanders have an owner who's not going to have his thumb on the team. Doesn't want power. He's a hands off, as we've seen in his other. Michigan's endeavors. a better job. Michigan's a better job than Washington. Have you watched the firing rate in the NFL? They're not firing Jim Harbaugh. No, come well, he, on. Well, what happened in San Francisco? He got run off. He got run off. They went to a Super Bowl. And he got he lost and a power. You're struggle. proving my point. He went to a Super Bowl and got run off. Well, that, that because he wanted more, to my first argument, power. The mm, NFL owners know. do not want to usurp their power at all. So Harbaugh was overwhelmingly successful in the NFL and got run out of San Francisco.
That defends my argument, which is it's all about power. College is different. They'll give Saban and Harbaugh power if you get us in the playoffs. So what if what if Washington uh, Harbaugh did not have power? I would power not take the Washington Frank. job. Why? Well, Who's my quarterback? Sam Howell. Well, for now, uh, oh, they're oh, in position oh. to be drafting in the top four. No, because if Harbaugh goes, they'll win more games. Then they'll be middle of the pack and never well, get the quarterback. Wait a minute. You don't think Washington's? In, I think I've, I've been telling the team you to keep an eye on this offseason. College job is better than all, but the jobs that have Josh Allen and Joe Burrow and Mahomes. The, the top five football jobs in the world are NFL jobs that have great quarterbacks. Mm. Job number seven to 20 are college jobs. Well, Harbaugh also has a decent track record of developing quarterbacks, right? Like he was like a quarterback guy, identified Kaepernick as undervalued, perfect fit, boom, to the moon. Like, Ask yourself this, with Harbaugh's track record, wouldn't he be the number one candidate? Yeah. He interviewed with Minnesota last year. Owner hated him. Why? Well, because Jim wanted. He's not for everyone. <laughs> he's not for owners. He's. By the way, if he was oh, Chargers, wouldn't hire him. Well, Char- they don't have the money. Well, no, no, they got plenty of money. But why are they building a El Segundo facility? Because they're cheap. They go cheap on coaches. You've said this for years. Come on. They got plenty of money, but the Spanoses, the kids are in the front office, and Harbaugh would say, I'll make the calls, and they don't want it. Owners in the NFL, power is more important than winning. You think that's crazy? Uh, it's not. By the way, Chip Kelly went to Philadelphia, went 10-6, and 10-6. They wanted him out because he was usurping the power of the front office. It's a, a, All it is in the pro football is power, and Harbaugh doesn't want to play that game. It, would I give it up to him if I was an owner? Yes, because I think winning would be the most important there's gotta thing. There's got to be a couple smart owners out there who would consider it. I think there's plenty of smart owners. But it, By the way, Kraft has given Belichick power and has been rewarded by it. Now Kraft is trapped. What, what do I do with Belichick, who has yeah. all the front office power and can't draft to save his life? He does have a bunch of Super Bowls to show for that power. But anyway, let's move on to uh, Dak Prescott, your MVP favorite at this point. Well, Cowboys defensive backs coach Al Harris was a teammate of Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers with the Packers and spoke about the similarities he sees between those two and Dak Prescott. He's doing a phenomenal job. So both of those guys, man, Dak, that, like you see a little bit of Favre as far as the, the, the older brother out there with the guys, all right? And then you see elements of A-Rod as far as making the check. I'm talking about even some of the, like, the mannerisms, like I, I look at, but as far as like making the check and going to it, man, that's, that is off the charts right now. So I see a little bit of both of them and, and uh, him. I see nothing that would lead me to believe Dak. Forget the football stuff. I like Dak's intangibles more. Dak is less needy. Dak is more a team guy. Favre and Rodgers are historically gifted talents. Dak is historically good at intangibles. Everybody loves Dak. Every single person. Never needy. No passive-aggressive shots. The owner loves him. The GM loves him. I said it the first year of Dak. Dak's superpower is not his arm. It's his intangibles. He's an adult. He can handle being a quarterback. He doesn't get in trouble. Like Dak, that every every quarterback that's good in this league has a superpower. You know, like like Kirk Cousins, he's oblivious to criticism. He's like a super nerd dad. All he cares about is his family and football. So he doesn't hear any of the noise. That's his superpower. Mahomes is his talent and Andy Reid. Dak's 
is his ability to compartmentalize crisis. He doesn't care. It's into football. He's got the highest, I would argue, EQ in the entire league. Now, I'm not saying he's not smart, but his EQ through the roof. Jay Cutler had a high IQ, low EQ. Couldn't get along with anybody. Dak's ability to do that is really remarkable. How quickly times have changed. Last year, led the league in interceptions. We were like, ooh, is Dak the guy? Can he win in the playoffs? Now he beats a bunch of tomato cans and (laughs) he's being talked about with Brett Favre. He's he's really good. I've probably been a little lower on Dak and I was wrong. He's certainly a top 10 quarterback this season. I mean, he's played at a top 5 level, no doubt. But again, like you know, we we got it like a what six, seven, eight year body of work on the guy. He's a good quarterback. Yes. And yes. now we're talking. Oh, well, well Farvin Rogers and Dak. Like, well, he's a good quarterback, slogan. like Cam Newton and Matt Ryan, having a great year, and it happens. Good. There you go. You could be. I, I've said this before. If you're a real estate agent for ten years, take away your best year and your worst year. That's what you are. So let's say you're a realtor and you have a bad year because COVID. Uh, no home sell. So take that year out. You have a great year. You sold two big homes. Your dad knew one of the owners of the homes, baked you in, and you sold. So if you're a real estate agent, I don't want to see your best year or your worst year. What is your average on the remaining eight? Even a great, great salesperson can have a down year. Sometimes a salesperson, due to some cultural changes, could have a great year. What are you, 8 of 10? So if you take out this year for Dak, and then his worst year last year, what is he? B++. A minus B++. I I don't hate that. Uh, Final story, Patrick Mahomes uh, doesn't have the level of receiver talent he's had in recent years. They've been on the struggle bus. I think they still lead the league in drops. Uh, Other than Travis Kelsey, Kansas City's pass catchers have just been bad. But Mahomes, he still trusts them, Colin, that they're going to continue to improve. You just come into work and try to get better. Um, that's all you can do. Um, I think the guys have done a great job of trying to do that. Um, we're going to continue to get better. I thought we had, we had a lot of great things in the last game. Obviously, just didn't execute in the red zone. So uh, um, it's the little things in this in this league that, that are the difference between winning and losing. Um, so we'll continue to focus on those and try to get better uh, going into this week. In the locker room, I think everybody knows that we're all trying to go out there and be great and try to win football games. And um, I have a lot of trust in those guys, um, and I see how hard they're working. I can't wait for this one. You know, everybody laments. Oh, there's a lot of backup quarterbacks. But if you give me basically one good early window game, we have it at Fox this week, Ravens-Rams. If you give me a couple of late games or a late Sunday game, so give me a good Fox 4 o'clock and then the NBC Sunday Night Football, and I get three great games over a day, I'm good. I don't need nine great games. And then if Monday Night Football is watchable. I've, I've already said Thursday... Thursday Night Football on Amazon last week was a shockingly good game. It's almost all bad. I've, I've already forgotten one. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it was Seattle and Dallas. Oh, yeah, was no, that's a, a good game. Highly entertaining. Yeah. But it, it's, it's interesting. I, I hear everybody, oh, the NFL's down. You go entire college football weekends of 62 games and two good ones. In the NFL, if you give me one early window game, we I got it Ravens than, Rams. I need more than one. I need, I need, I need that chaotic I, final hour to just be bing, bing, bing. Look at all this crap. Well, it crazy. was last week, but that you didn't care about the team. It is almost every week. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. Uh, by the way, did you, you see what there is on the screen there? Chiefs? It was three. It's two and a half, now down to one and a half. Buffalo's injury report shaping up better, getting healthier. I went and uh, bet the Bills. Uh, I'm on the money line this week in Kansas City. I'm, you know, I, I'm reluctant to give you credit, but uh, earlier in the season, you were talking about the Chiefs, and I was like, ah, it's no big deal, no big deal. 
and you had pointed out some holes, and they're definitely clear. I just overlooked them because of Mahomes. He cannot cover up everything, Colin. And yeah. this Buffalo defense is improving. KC defense is kind of banged up. Well, yeah. Kansas City's issues, there was one all season, young receivers learning on the job. Now they have two. They're all beat up defensively at the same positions, cluster injuries at kind of the same positions. And so now they got two real injuries. One, the receivers now looks more solvable and the defense stuff isn't until they get healthy. So I think Kansas City's fine eventually, but they're, they're working through stuff. They're vulnerable right now. Completely vulnerable. And the uh, wise guys are on Buffalo. The Sharps are on Buffalo. You know Buffalo had 500 plus yards against the Eagles on the road a couple weeks ago. I know the Eagles defense ain't great. Why can't they put up 400 against the Chiefs here? And move the ball up and down the field. I think they did win the last regular season meeting in KC. Um, I'll have to check on that, but I, I'm on Buffalo this week. J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. We were, I, I was thinking about this this morning. So there was an article. J-Mac and I have gone back and forth on this multiple times about Brock Purdy, how good he is. Is he overrated? Is he underrated? Is he good? Is he very good? That's what we argue about. But I think the really important thing is that, and I know this through sourcing and through people I know, that the Niners are 100% into him. He not only has buy-in, he has owner, GM, coach, roster buy-in. And that's really uncommon in the NFL for quarterbacks. And we were going through this this morning as a staff. And I was asking, and I'm talking 100% buy-in. Owner, GM, coach, your top coordinator, there's no arguments, um, and just a, sort of a vibe in the locker room. Who has 100% buy-in in the league? And these are the, these are the 10 quarterbacks, I believe, out of 100% buy-in. Mahomes, Allen, Burrow, Lawrence, Herbert, Dak, Hurt, C.J. Stroud, Lamar Jackson, Brock Purdy. I'm not saying they're the most talented, although most are. Now you say, what about Matt Stafford? They tried to rework his deal last year. They're very well aware of his salary, his age, his injuries. They like Matt Stafford. It may be 80-20, but there are some concerns about his age and some injuries. What about Jared Goff? He's got to win a playoff game in Detroit. Remember, he got to a Super Bowl, they moved off him in L.A. He has a certain way he has to play. He needs certain protections to win. So I think they like Goff in the building a lot. Could be 75-25. But he didn't have total buy-in. And Tua, well, they could sign him to an extension right now. They're not. They can say whatever they want about Tua. If they had 100% buy-in, he'd have a new contract. Well, what about Jordan Love? He's had three good games. Take a deep breath, Cowboy. Three good games. Um, Brock Purdy has 100% buy-in. Now, his contract's not up for three years, and some of that may be he's on the cheap. But inside the building matters, and I think, you know, you could say, what about Kirk Cousins? He didn't have buy-in. He's got about 50% buy-in. But with Brock Purdy, it's IQ, resilience, toughness, leadership, productivity, and salary. You gotta count salary. <laughs> right now, you gotta count it. He has absolutely so it doesn't matter if he's overrated or underrated. In in that room, in that organization, he's one of ten guys, in my opinion, complete utter buy-in from the organization. 
They love him. No dissenters. You, you would be an, it'd be a non-starter to criticize him in the building. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Ben, host of The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller. It would mean a lot to have you join us on our weekly auditory journey. You're asking, what in God's name is The Fifth Hour? I'll tell you, it's a spinoff of The Ben Maller Show, a cult hit overnights on FSR. Why should you listen? Picture, if you will, a world where we chat with captains of industry in media, sports, and more every week. Explore some amazing facts about human nature and more. Listen to The Fifth Hour with Ben Maller on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, it's The Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same game. Game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. It's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www1 800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX, now playing, and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Saturday, Fox Primetime Hoops begins as UCLA takes on Villanova. The biggest games with the biggest names are on Fox Primetime Hoops. Saturday at 7 Eastern on Fox. So, uh, you know, it's, it's interesting. Last week, should have taken Arizona. I talked about it in my Blazing Five. They went to beat Pittsburgh, who Kenny Pickett hurt Trubisky and couldn't move the ball. So it, it is interesting who we choose to be critical of and who we choose to defend and surround ourselves next to. So Arizona's 1-8, and eight, looks like the worst team in the league. Kyler Murray comes back, and they go 2-2 two and two against four playoff teams as of now. Uh, the Rams, the Steelers, the Texans, Atlanta leads their division. Say what you want. Four playoff teams, two and two. So he's very good. 
But it's interesting to me, everybody sort of allowed Aaron Rodgers to be prickly and aloof and difficult at times with the front office. And he was defended for years and years and years. And that said, Aaron inherited a good front office, a stability, a winning culture, a very good coach who's now winning in Dallas, and still was difficult. Kyler Murray gets drafted by the clown show in Arizona where the owner has been rated by players the worst. Front office always been a little bit uh, frenetic, uh, not a ton of stability. They hire a coach out of college with a losing record, multiple stories about the dysfunction in the organization, and in a tough division with, you know, McVay and Kyle Shanahan and Pete Carroll, leads them to the playoffs. But then all of a sudden, stories leak. He's difficult. He plays too many video games. And it's interesting to me, Aaron Rodgers prickly, passive-aggressive, Aaron inherited nothing but high standard football, front office, roster, O-line down. This young guy inherits a mess, a tire fire, gets him to the playoffs, and now it's and he's difficult. No, he's different. There's a difference between difficult and different. If you go look, we did this this morning, if you go look to Kyler Murray's first 61 games as a pro, and remember, the first two years of this are all rebuild. <laughs> They're all rebuild numbers. Complete 66% of his throws. By the way, that's higher than Aaron Rodgers' first 61 games in his career. Uh, 87 touchdowns, 43 picks. Add on another 26 rushing touchdowns, so 113 total touchdowns, and a passer rating at 92. Generally with bad O-lines. So let me ask you. Find a quarterback in this league with a bad organization and bad roster and a rebuild that puts up those numbers. They don't exist don't exist so I I look at him you've already paid him and there's a story this morning that is Kyler Murray playing himself in or out of Arizona's plans they have the number three pick and I'm like you're gonna bail on this you're gonna bail on this for a rookie quarterback and probably not the first rookie quarterback you get the second or the third you've got to be out of your mind when you go to draft a quarterback we can all see certain physical traits but as we've learned with Zach Wilson, a lot of it is behind-the-scenes stuff. Can you handle the media? Can you say the right things? Do teammates like you? It's not just talent, right? This is a guy, I always say this, one thing, if you have money, you're a trust fund kid. If you've had to make it yourself, a lot more respect. Everything Kyler Murray's done in Arizona, he's created. He got very little assistance from owner, Chaotic front office stuff, coaching, where, where's the big support? In fact, you can criticize Arizona for doing a lot of things. The one thing they've gotten right and had the guts to do, Steve Kime, they moved off Josh Rosen, drafted Kyler Murray. That took a lot of courage. They had just drafted Rosen, they moved off, went Kyler. Great move. What's their second great move? That's their great move. So I, for the life of me, I don't get this talk about, if you go look, at the top 10 teams drafting right now in the NFL, one has a quarterback that can win you games, Kyler Murray. And he's done it with suboptimal stuff, top to bottom. Don't get the discussions. Here was Kyler after, uh, you know, beating the Steelers, going two and two in four games against four playoff teams on his performance. Every time I touch a field, uh, I expect to win. So, um, obviously, you know, still frustrated with the, the, the two losses that, you know, 
me playing and you know and dealing with those losses. But uh, I was talking to Iz and just you know this is technically you know preseason for me. Four weeks in the season, yeah. You know, I told him you know starting to slow down for me and getting more comfortable. Um, and I could you know I, I just feel better out there right now. Four playoff teams, two and two, with a bad roster. Defensive coach. Are We've you seen what de- you want to do this again. We do this. I feel like every week. So you constantly say there are seven quarterbacks in the league you wouldn't take a call about. Yeah. He ain't one of them, right? So why wouldn't you just restart your salary at quarterback on the cheap, ability to go spend everywhere else, and move on from this guy who's making way too much money? And, you know, I know you like him, but he's not one of the untouchables. Find me. No, I didn't say you wouldn't take a call on him. Find me anything in life that is high-end and inexpensive. And Brock Purdy is now, he wouldn't be in two years. Cars, housing, insurance, vacations. Find me the great stuff that's cheap. You can get a bargain occasionally. Kyler Murray's gifted. He's expensive. He was cheap for three years, and he led you to the playoffs. He was cheap, and the roster was He better. got to the playoffs once, and they did not win. They, they lost by 20-plus, okay? You guys so, are all looking for discounts in Tua, life. So Tua is a great bargain, phenomenal bargain. Now, the second you got to pay him $45 million a year, no, that's a, it's a done. Forget it. If Brock Purdy, if he demands, hey, I won a Super Bowl, I was the MVP, I want to be paid like Mahomes. Well, Brock Purdy's the value's gone. So you got to pivot and move off of it. I think the value's Who gone th- on Kyler. You, who do you think is a more talented quarterback, Kyler Murray or Brock Purdy? <laughs> I'm not, I, gotta, I, I mean, honestly. I mean, come on. What, I, we only have, what, 25 games or whatever of Brock Purdy? But if you're asking me who would I take or who's more talented? I would take Kyler Murray. Uh, you have Kyler Murray, and I'll go win with Brock I didn't Brock love Purdy. his winter jacket. <laughs> By the way, that puffy jacket? <laughs> that was what is great. He I don't know. what it, I could never wear that. He looked like a and marshmallow. I won't ever wear that. But no, no. In, in all seriousness, uh, Kyler Murray was a phenomenal high school quarterback. He was dynamic in college. He's had his moments in the NFL. Colin, like, we haven't seen dominant from him other than small stretches where he was, like, maybe an MVP candidate so, at but, the first half of the season. But we would both acknowledge that even great quarterbacks, when they don't have certain elements, can struggle. Joe Burrow, first year got hurt. Bad O-line. Justin Herbert, coaching. Josh Allen, coordinator loss. So even the greatest of all time, even the ones we look at as stars, if there's an element that doesn't work for them, Josh Allen is not the same with a second-tier OC. Not the same quarterback. Joe Burrow, first year, they couldn't protect him. Out. So what you're, what I'm saying is we have to add the context of do they have the elements that a quarterback needs? I love Mahomes. If Andy Reid and him have never been together, he doesn't have the rings. Right. Andy is the component that makes it work. But we would agree Kyler Murray needs a lot more than what they've got right now. They're not a good team, right? Well, so, they're 2-2 two and two against four playoff teams with Kyler Murray. Four playoff teams. Well, we all like Houston. I, I'm the idiot who liked Pittsburgh. Um, okay, but I'll say, that, 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 everybody listening to me knows how good Houston is this year. Go ask Denver after last week. Wait, Atlanta, Arizona didn't beat them, did they? I thought no, they I'm, lost. Saying, I'm just saying the oh. four teams they've played and been viable against. Right, Houston. Rams, McVay's having a great year. Atlanta and Pittsburgh. So those are not bad teams. They're division leading. Wait, They're in Atlanta, the playoffs. Who, I don't even. Do they start Taylor Heineke that game? So, so the two wins are against Taylor they Heineke and their, Mitch Trubisky. They lead their division. Atlanta leads their division. We oh, are dear. now. We're not in week four. It sounds like excuse making. 
Oh, you got to ask Greg Cosell about this. Who would he rather take, Brock Purdy or Kyler Murray? No, promise no. me you'll ask him. No, oh. I won't promise that. <laughs> I'm not making promises on that. Greg Cosell, our NFL meat sandwich next. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. This festival and concert season will be all about the boots, and Decovis is your stop before attending your next concert. All Decovis boots are made by hand in a time-honored tradition with timeless styles that are always on trend. And Decovis has first wear comfort with little to no break-in period. Stop by your local Decovis store, have a complimentary drink, and shop new styles. I love it. If you can't make it to a store, just visit Decovis.com. Stores are great but it's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com and find your new favorite pair of boots today.